Hello. You're currently listening to the misadventures of Ray and Danny, or Imrad. We are two best friends who also happen to be roommates. Each week, typically a Monday or Friday, we will discuss topics following the lines of the transition transition from college into adulthood, pop culture events, funny Twitter threads or themes, world news, current news, sometimes even politics. We are simply two friends who text every day about new events occurring in the world. Each conversation is unique and hilarious in its own. However, instead of pouring those conversations via text, Twitter, or Instagram, like we've been doing for years, we decided we want to share them through a podcast. If you like what we have to say or want to interact with us, rate us on iTunes, follow us on Spotify, or even interact with us on Instagram and or Twitter at underscore, 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 M-R-A-D. Again, that is underscore, 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 M-R-A-D. Thank you all. Testing, testing, one, two, one, two, test, testing, one, two. All right, everybody, this is the Misadventures of Ray and Danny. This is Danny. Shit, this is Ray. Wow. I'm stuck. That long ass pause. Like, <laughs> do you not see this, like, pause? <laughs> wow. I'm sorry. Um, I was staring at my phone affronted. Because Selena Gomez just put out a new song, and I and she has. I think this, that was two days ago. And she has a video out. Yeah, and it is the stiffest dance I've ever seen in my entire life. And she life. is wearing Nicki Minaj clothes. She is apparently, supposedly. I'm so happy you got. It looks like she's doing some like dollar store Vogue gas dance, Ooh. and it is. I'm so dead. Ugh, All right, somebody, get off your phone. She, cool. She shot it on an iPhone. Stop. And it's like, you have all that budget in for what? Stop. I mean, stop. You can have a budget, but you should. The look ain't got to be there. Um, we're a bit drunk. Um, we, it's Friday. And typically on Fridays, we tend to go out for the most part. Um, we went to B-dubs and we went during happy hour. <laughs> this is our very first time. Going to a place at happy top at happy oh shit at happy hour, not because we've never wanted to, but because of the way our work schedules are, we typically get off work after happy hour. But it just so happens that when we got two beat ups, we had an hour for happy hour, <laughs> so it's pretty great. Um, if you ever if you're 21 and over and like I don't know you work or you have your own money or whatnot or I don't know you're with a your significant other. Go to Beat Ups during happy hour. It's actually pretty great. You get some really nice appetizers. That totally makes us sound like we're fucking. It yeah. makes us sound like we're dating. It does. We're not dating. We're not. Um, can we, can you guys hear the, the fan in the background? I hope not. That would be really upsetting. Because <laughs> it's very, because we're so drunk, it's very hot. And I say that with a sweatshirt on. <laughs> um. But yeah, but. we're not. Dating. No. I also tweeted out recently that it's not like I text her like I'm her bitch, basically because like I I, I just I said that we talk twenty four seven on several different apps and I can totally understand why our parents used to think we were fucking. Yeah. And like I do, I do understand why our parents used to think we were fucking. Yeah. But I want to overemphasize that we are not in fact fucking. 
No, we are two best friends and we just look together. Excuse me, I'm drunk. Um, <laughs> I also just bought her a um, an Amazon Echo. Yeah, <laughs> and it sucks because Amazon's a horrible company, and I'm just lining Jeff Bezos's pockets, and I want to die. And I hate capitalism. I hate but... it completely. <laughs> like there's, I, I want things, and <laughs> life is ending at a rapid rate. Yes. So it doesn't matter. And I'm in this weird place where I'm apathetic and I care entirely too much. And That's called yep. being empathetic, right? Yes, empathetic. You should know words. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, hey. But um, but yeah, it's fucked up because I was on, I was at work. And I was not doing what I was supposed to be doing. I was on Instagram. <laughs> Actually, no, I was on break. And, um, it's still on Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I saw the ad. Um, it was basically like, get an Amazon Echo for 99 cents if you sign up for Amazon Music for a month. Um, and I knew she wanted one because I have one. Uh, and <laughs> And I was like, you know what? Let me just be nice. And I was like, I'll sign up for Amazon Music. I'll pay that $7.99 right now to get the Amazon Echo for a dollar, basically. So it's coming this Sunday. Also, but by then, the way, we share an Amazon account. Yeah, we share an Amazon account. Um, uh, <laughs> but also, she's very nice. She's my best friend, and I love her dearly. Yeah. Uh, I also didn't get the fucking Amazon Echo because you have one. <laughs> I got it because I wanted it. Well, you got it for me because I wanted it. Yeah, and I want it because I need a speaker of my own so that when I go places, I can take a speaker with me. Because <laughs> I went to this fucking hotel back in Chicago this weekend, or well, not even this weekend, this week, yeah. and wanted to blast. I mean, and I mean blast my music, and I couldn't because I didn't have a speaker of my own. Because yeah. my boyfriend has a speaker, and you have three speakers. And I don't have any speakers. You know what? You did not have to put me out there. <laughs> All right? Just because I have a lot of speakers does not mean shit. And she wants to get, like, two more. <laughs> and for fucking what? All right. Here's the thing. I only use Alexa as a speaker because Alexa's the only one that actually works with the Wi-Fi. I do have a bigger speaker, and I do have a better speaker than Alexa. But it's just that for some reason, I don't know, it doesn't, it's very finicky with the Wi-Fi. It doesn't like to always connect or stay connected, but it's the best speaker I have. Like, when I tell you that I'm cleaning the apartment and I want to clean the apartment and listen to Beyonce, the homecoming album, or Beyonce's Lemonade, yes. that's the speaker I'm going to use because that bitch going to have bass, it's going to have everything, Lemonade and it's going to feel like I'm there. Lemonade is not an album to clean the house. It isn't, but I mean, you know, I'll, it's that after clean. True. When like, I'm just laying on the couch tired. And also, you're kind of feeling a little upset that you just cleaned an entire yeah. house. But you're like relieved that you did it at the same time. Whole vibe is hold up. But go <laughs> back clean. to fucking Amazon being a devil Oh company. my god, yes. Um, and I know it's very misleading. I, I know. But, um, so, part of the reason they're doing this deal is because... There is a host of fucking artists who are boycotting Amazon Music yeah. right now because Amazon just cut a deal with, with ICE, ICE mm-hmm. to support them in some kind of way or some shit or another. Because, of course, Jeff Bezos is a horrible man who thinks ICE is not a horrible company. Um, agency. Sucks. 
And so, uh, basically, they are trying to keep Amazon Music afloat Mm -hmm. by bribing people to sign up for the pro for the um, program, the subscription, so that they can keep making money. Yeah. And and then, you know, people really want Alexa, so the best way to get people to sign up for the fucking shitty Never mind. subscription is Thank to, you. Uh, you said Alexa. Sorry. She answered. Sorry. I'd rather not answer that. Sorry. 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 I don't know if you guys can really hear me. It's getting, it's looking really low on the computer screen. I feel like I might be mumbling, but like they basically, what I was saying is that Amazon was like, if you want this damn Echo, sign up for app for yeah. Amazon Music because if you don't sign up, you're not getting the fucking Echo. Yeah, and, and it also sucks. the only reason they want you to sign up for the Amazon Music is because so many people are boycotting it. Because of the ice deal. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I'm repeating myself now. Let's move on to something that makes me less irate. And I know I don't sound very mad, but I am inebriated. Yeah. So, and I have a, a hiccup just sitting in my chest, <laughs> and it won't, it won't come out. It won't come out. And I'm really, so really dirty. devastated. <laughs> no, but, you know, I hate, I hate that Amazon is supporting ice. I hate that shit completely. Because I'm like, I'm a Prime member, and I... I it's so... I don't have a car. It's very convenient. And it's so convenient to just have something delivered to the apartment and just come here and break down the goddamn box and put the shit away. Versus me having to, like, go to the store and figure out Uber and Lyft and whatever. And it sucks because it's, like, I don't want to support Amazon. Like, don't... Like, I don't want to sit here and, like, buy all this shit off Amazon and buy Amazon Alexas because, like, they're decent prices or sign up for Amazon Music. Cause, I mean, I have Spotify and Apple. Um... But it's like at the same time, like it's so fucking convenient. But I, I I feel so bad every time I use Amazon because I'm like, is my convenience worse the inconvenience of millions of people? Yeah, and like there's also the fact that Amazon factories are shit. Mm-hmm. The way they treat people and their employees is shit. The amount of money they pay their employees is shit, and also like the the way they treat the the delivery people, the constant hours, all of it is garbage. It's fucking trash. And Jeff Bezos is a multi-billionaire. Like, bruh. Billionaires should not exist. When when it's time for us to band together and eat the rich, I'm playing him up on a barbecue pit. Shit, Um, me too. Because he also doesn't even remotely attempt to redistribute the wealth. No. They don't have kids, so they're not giving this money to kids when they die. So, like, what the fuck are you gonna do so, with the money? Bury yourself with you, it? Like, what are you hoarding this, like, um, massive, massive amount of wealth for? And you could, instead of funding ICE <laughs> and assisting them, you could be working to abolish them yeah. and keep millions of people safe. And, uh, you know, like, millions of innocent people safe. But no, you have to be an asshole. And, like, he runs around like some fucking liberal, like, leftist. But he's not. 
You cannot be a billionaire and be a leftist. Sure, no. you can ride the middle like a fucking punk ass bitch, but you can't be a leftist. Yeah. And not a true one. And maybe I'm thinking of socialism. What the fuck do I know? I didn't study political science, but what I do know free healthcare, that's all I know. <laughs> um, Universal healthcare, free college. Um, I feel like we should uh, have think, affordable housing. I'm a very, I'm, I'm very social. We could solve the homelessness problem we have in America if we would just make housing free. Yeah. There yeah. are hundreds in, of millions of empty homes and apartments. And malls, and, and malls shopping centers, and shopping and centers, donation centers. And all of these places, these empty lots, period, that could be renovated and changed so that yeah. people could live in them and not end homelessness. But we are so dependent on the system of capitalism that we just let people suffer yeah. and live on the streets when, you know, when they can have a roof over their head, when they can have warmth. Yeah. Then we demean those people when we have the resources and the access to change to the system them. to help them, and we won't do it. Like, fuck yeah. us, you know? And it's not really fuck us. I'm not doing it, and I don't want to continue to do it, but I still feel like shit, because mm-hmm. I have a home, and I just and I wish there was something I could do, but I can barely make ends meet to live in the home that I have. And that's another thing. Like, people are always bringing up, like, oh, like, if we give all that free shit, we gotta increase taxes. And I'm like, yeah, if we tax the fucking rich, like if we, of course, paid we'd be able to do it. fucking weight in rent. I'm sorry, I got really loud there. Yeah, but sorry. But if he paid his fucking weight in rent like the rest of us do, not rent, in taxes like the rest of us do, <laughs> we would be in good fucking shape. Wait, you know? we'd be in And I'm saying that shape. about my guy, J.B. Krisker, who was definitely also corrupt, right? But yes. we don't know how yes. he's corrupt yet. Yes. So we're just going to wait and see. <laughs> it's going to... Like, he's doing some good things in the state of Illinois. It's you know? wild because, like, I've always said this. People only voted for J.B. because he said he wanted to legalize weed in Illinois. They also voted for him because his entire platform was fuck Trump. Yeah. Right? Like, his entire platform. And, and at um, first, that is what made me not want to vote for him at all. But he was the best option out of That's everybody true. we had. And then secondly, he was like, I'm not putting a soda tax on and niggas was running to the box office. Uh, <laughs> now, so. if he had said that I'm going to take away that fucking um, plastic bag tax, oh man, his votes would have tripled. Oh, his votes. <laughs> Literally all of Chicago would have voted for him. Yeah. that bag that tax is so fucking bad shit. Oh, it's the worst thing in the world. And, oh. I, and I only say that because I feel like we shouldn't be taxing bags. But that's in Chicago um, only. I yeah, it's only in Chicago. But it's like, not going to make people stop using Yeah, that's bags. what I'm saying. Like, it's not, like, it's I feel not like you shouldn't be taxing that. I feel like you shouldn't even have bags, period. Yeah. Like, people should just be forced to bring, like, their own bags to these and stores. It's really funny to me because black families in particular have bags of bags of bags I mean, in their homes. Every time we go to fucking Walmart, bro, so we got like, a closet full of bags right now. Why don't we take those bags and reuse them? Like, I don't understand because what we're doing. for the most part, I will say on our behalf, we, we, we do all the cooking. Nah. We do the cleaning. Cooking. We do cooking. The cook- well, we don't do um, all the cooking. Not all the cooking. We do most of the cooking. Grocery shopping, buying a toiletries and shit. And so majority of the time, like, she gets off at like, what, 4.15? I yeah. get off at like 5.00. 
we meet up at fucking Walmart. We don't think about bags because we just got off like seven, eight hour shifts. Like, and then we go shopping and we're like, fuck, we got bags at home. Why the fuck we didn't bring them? It's all about convenience. It really is. And most, and that's why last time we went grocery shopping, I got up in the morning and was like, get the reusable bags. Get yeah. the reusable bags. And he said reminders and shit. Yeah. And um, I just, it was also that when we go to Walmart, we should probably bring the Walmart bags we already have. We literally right? should. Because we, we have literally. so many. We keep and them all. like. And don't get me wrong, I have many uses for Walmart bags. Every time I deep condition, I use a Walmart bag yeah. and things like that. Like, it takes me very long before I get, I throw out a fucking um, Walmart bag, Same. right? Like, I keep those shit for years. Or any just plastic bag in general. Like, and it that's takes still, so like, long. a form of recycling. Like, I'm not saying that we're wasting these bags because we don't throw them out. We don't, or anything like that. We keep them. Yeah. <laughs> we're better than a lot of people uh, because... Do, do white people just throw out their their Walmart bags? I'm like not even sure. Their Jewel Osco bags? Their Trader Joe's I bags? I wish I knew. You know the places that they spend money at? <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me wrong. Walmart is primarily a white store. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Walmart, we at got guns in it. I will forever say that shit. I don't care. It's fucking awful. Niggas I be like, by that place and I feel triggered immediately. <laughs> like every time we walk in like that section, it's the guns like right in front of us. And I just stand there and I just stare. I Not because be like, I want so one. Die, but because I'm like, damn, somebody can just, just <laughs> grab that shit <laughs> and shoot us <laughs> up. All of a sudden, everybody on the floor just... All right, we taking all the shit out of Walmart. Okay, cool. Take 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 what you, you want. You can rob me without you know trying to shoot me. I, honestly, you could rob me with a water bug, and I'd give you everything. I hate <laughs> bugs. I absolutely do. Not a fucking water <laughs> bug. I hate anything that crawls. And water anything bug, water bugs look like roaches. They do. And anything that resembles a creepy crawler, I fucking hate it. So you literally could have a centipede in your hand and be like, "I want all your money, and I would give you my kidneys, my heart, my brain." I would give you it all if you would get that piece of shit away from me. I'd be sending her, like, uh, spider emojis when I'm irritated with her. I'd be like, stop, leave me the fuck alone. Spider emojis. Ants. And she gets fucking blocked each and every time. You should be so fucking annoying. I don't care. Um, we didn't plan shit We did at all. Off. But I do have something really funny to say. Somebody did ask me once because I talked about my fear of bugs and shit. They're like, all right, so if you had to choose between having a haunted house and a household of spiders, what would you choose? And I immediately was like, haunted house. <laughs> Haunt the fuck out of me. Just do not crawl on me. Doesn't, okay, so I'm drinking a Mick Ultra, right? Mm-hmm. And that's fucking awful, by the way. Don't drink Mick Ultra. Um, but then, Unless you like that shit. If you like that shit, whatever. If you like this shit, you should burn. Like, uh, there's a special place in hell for you. This is not the witch hunt. Okay, what, what were you saying? This is Salem, motherfucker. Anyway. You would not exist in Salem, but okay. Why the fuck not? Because she was black. The first bitch they put on the fucking pyre was a black exactly. witch. Exactly. So she no longer exists. So exist. I would exist there. She no I would just exist. die. She no <laughs> Actually, she didn't even die. Titch would live. But. That's hilarious. Um. <laughs> Maybe she died in real life, but in that wow. in that one book, she I'm didn't so die. Uh, look at the the rim. You see the excess beer there? Yeah. That's fucking water, basically. Sure. This is this is piss. <laughs> piss in a can. I'm fucking drinking right. it because I don't waste things. We should get a recycling bin. We should. We should, we should really recycle. Yeah. More. 
Um, particularly because we drink a lot of things in cans. Yeah. We should uh, I'm down with that. And glass bottles because we but like also, glass we Modelo bottles. We don't have a recycling bin anywhere near us. Yeah, why is the why is it that our compound doesn't yeah. have a fucking recycling at, bin? Um, at my old apartment, like me and my roommate, we, re, uh, we recycled. And like I would always have two trash bags, like one for normal trash and one for recycling. Yeah, because we had the recycling shit. My boss but doesn't yes. believe in climate change. Let's not. All right, we are not. <laughs> we are not discussing your boss. I feel like if I, I ever. I told her I was allergic to adhesive, and she said sometimes I just don't believe in that shit, you know. And I looked at her. I'm like, how are you gonna tell me you don't believe huh. in my allergy? Okay. <laughs> wow. She said, Lactose intolerance, just drink some fucking milk. And I was like, oh. I don't think you understand how bodies work. All right. All right. Speaking of capitalism and <laughs> um, Republicans and weird people. She's she's so, she says that she's not rich, but she's so rich. We went to Von Mar. We are if you not, know what Von Mar is, you know how fucking we, we, like, we are not doing this. We are not talking about your boss. I can't. La 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 la, la la la. She said with her entire chest. You know, I just I said that like Ariana know though. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, Nikki, I need you to calm down. <laughs> All right. So speaking of capitalism, Republicans, and corruption, let's talk about this Chicago public school strike <laughs> that has been going on. I think for almost a week now. Has it been a full week? I think so. I think it's about to be. CPS has been striking since we were in CPS. Yes. It's, CPS has been trashed since I was in CPS. Yeah. And, and she left when she was in the sixth grade. Yeah. I, like, okay, so here's here, here's a little soft story. <laughs> your girl was smart. Your girl is smart. I should say that. I should not say was. She, I don't, your girl hey, is. Hey, I don't want to be, <laughs> I don't want you guys to think that I am not also smart. Yeah, she, I she's very intelligent. I graduated magna fucking cum laude. Yes, yes, right? yes, yes, yes. I'm, Smart. I'm blowing out your ear drums and your headphones on. I am so sorry. I am so sorry. I'm um, so sorry. <laughs> but the thing is, is that when I attended a Chicago public school, I attended CPS from basically preschool all the way up to like fourth or fifth grade. No, yeah, fifth grade. And I hated my experience. I hated it so much. I read the same books over and fucking over again. And if you know me, I fucking hate repetition. Same science books every year, same math books every year, same long division problems every fucking year because we didn't have the budget to get better or newer books. So we had to learn the same shit each and every year or the teachers had to buy the like a teacher's manual and teach us from that. So it was, you know, pretty fucking rough. And then I went to private school. I'm not saying that anybody should do that. Well, like my whole thing is that because, I mean, your 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 kids' siblings, you're the oldest in your family. Yeah, your I'm the oldest siblings in family. don't go to private school. No, they go to public school. Yeah. Um, And, you know, this was around the time that I was basically kind of like, there's only two of us. Yeah. <laughs> there's only two kids. There's about six or seven of us at this point. Yeah. <laughs> and I say seven because I really firmly believe there's going to be another one. I really hope there isn't. But I know in my heart and my soul, I'm going to get that phone call one day. And she's not going to spread her legs for him, is she? <laughs> And my mom's going to be like, yo, you got a little brother on the way and I'm going to fucking cry. I'm going to cry my <laughs> heart out. I'm going to be so upset. I'm going to throw a whole fucking tantrum. I might just block her for like two days. <laughs> Your parents have been together for almost like, what, 25 years Bro, now? 25 years to be exact. Yeah? <laughs> yes. 
and your dad has had two kids on her. All right. We're not getting it. I'm sorry, but he has embarrassed your mama for so long. So fucking long. They ain't um, even married. <laughs> Fuck, I look like he. Nigga, he I know what you're talking about. He's the one who ended the yeah, engagement. Yeah, he ended the engagement. No, All right. No, yeah, see, trash. No. She too. She can't. She ain't had no more babies by him. <laughs> I mean, I, I just. She has given fear. him. That is my fucking fear. five kids. Four. four kids. She's given him four. You, Zach, Josh, Jasmine. Yeah, Josh. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I said that. I just said I'm so sorry. I like tweeting. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? That, that makes me think of a boss. I'm sorry. Today, today I was talking to her, and she finally stopped and looked at me and said, I wasn't listening to a word you said. And I said, I fucking know. <laughs> I'm fucking dead. She really shouldn't have took me out with her, because now I'm comfortable. I'm like, Michelle, I don't have time. <laughs> oh, I'm weak. I'm like, I shouldn't say that. I'm so sorry. Uh, <laughs> you don't know our last name. It doesn't fucking matter. Um, <laughs> but back to the CBS thing. Um, it's wild to me because I've always spoken about this. Chicago is near and dear in my heart. I love that city. That is my city. And I've always had very strong feelings about Chicago um, politics in general. Chicago is like such a corrupt ass city. And I hate it when suburban kids, <laughs> I don't care how you feel when I say this, I hate when kids that are not from a 606 area code come out of nowhere and be like, I'm from Chicago, and like I know Chicago history, and don't know shit. You don't know a damn like, thing. At all. Like, you don't know the struggles of being like in the actual Chicago city. You know the struggles. You don't know any struggles. You don't know what about what it's like to be an urban youth. Yes. <laughs> um, and re- what really pissed me off is that after I left CPS in fifth grade, that's when, was it Romney Manuel? Romney Manuel. Yes, he became mayor and started closing. He started closing CPS schools. schools, like, left and fucking right. And I mean, like, at, like, a very alarming fucking rate. And it yeah. pissed me off that people never talked about it. He closed, like, over, um, I actually want to say he over 20 over, schools. Yeah, I was going to say 100. Yeah, My numbers closed, might be wrong. I mean, it could be that. To it be could honest. be an exaggeration because but he like, closed I a lot of schools. Um, all on the of South a sudden, side. my school being flooded with kids, mm-hmm. right? And because um, I was in public school up until the eighth grade. Excuse me, Jesus fucking Christ! Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! <laughs> oh um, my gosh! <laughs> um, Struggle, but. <laughs> Um, all of a sudden, all of these kids that were coming to my school, I don't think I understood at the time. I think my mom had mentioned. Yeah, I didn't closed. either. I didn't get it either. I knew that schools were closing. I remember I was kids confused. coming in and was like, oh, yeah. I'm from this school and I'm from this school. And I was like, so why aren't you still at that school? Yeah, same. <laughs> and they were like, oh, it closed. And I didn't understand that because in my mind, my young mind, schools can't close. Yeah, like, in, in my sense. head, I was like, there's and, no way you're closing these schools. And because kids are purists, that doesn't make, you know, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. And the schools shouldn't be able to just close, right? Like, you shouldn't be able to say, you know what? These kids in this neighborhood don't deserve an education. Yeah, like, you that, know, that just... and, and access to an education. Because a lot of these kids are now, you know, a lot of those kids were now having to hop on buses to get to school yeah. every day. And parents are having to go out of their way to get their kids to school every day. I had a classmate whose parents lied about where she lived. Yeah. She could go to school there. And, like, we had the best school in the district. And I remember, so fun fact, at, at my 8th grade graduation, they paid me $100. 
the, the Chicago um, public school system paid me a hundred dollars because I kept, like I kept the scores up at the school. Yeah, that yeah. that was me. Yeah. So when I decided to leave in the fifth grade. I didn't know that I was the only student keeping the... Like, I shouldn't say the only student. But, but one I was of, one of the only students yeah. keeping, like, the scores at, like, a, at least state level. Like, it's how I, would I keep, always got high scores. Like, I managed to keep our class in the 97th percentile, mm-hmm. 97th, 98th percentile for 10 years. Yeah. That's... Well, not 10 years. How, when did I start standardized testing? Fourth grade? Third yeah, fourth, I think Third like grade. Third we grade, start, yeah. We started standardized testing in third grade. And how fucked is that... How yeah. fucked is it that you stress kids out and you know at what's eight crazy? years old? They actually start now in preschool. Are you serious? Yes. That's fucking terrible. It's fucking crazy. And it starts the prison school pipeline because it's when we started taking standardized tests mm-hmm. that kids started saying, I'm stupid. Yes. And I'm like, you're not stupid. Like, I remember t- being the, the friend. It was like, you're not stupid. You just don't know how to study. Let me help you. Let me yeah. help you. And it's stupid. And when that's ridiculous... Because I didn't study. I was fine. <laughs> I didn't study at all. You know? I rarely ever studied. I just, I filled out the study guide once and then I never looked at it again. I didn't start studying until high school. And even then it was barely. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And, but we ruin kids with standardized tests. Mm-hmm. It, it becomes a, a litmus test for how smart you are. Yeah. And if you can't see me, but I did air quotations. But it doesn't really show you how smart you are. It shows you how good you are to yeah. test. Shows you how me- how well you can stealth your way into school, you know. And yeah. so I had these kids who I knew were smart, were smart, but who just couldn't get the grades or couldn't do because a lot. Because okay, I'll be honest, a lot of black kids have ADHD that goes undiagnosed. Yes, right? yes a lot yes, of learning sure. disabilities that go undiagnosed. A lot of trauma. A lot of go, de- uh, I was gonna say dementia. Oh God. Uh, just a lot of stuff goes undiagnosed. <laughs> because a lot of times kids, it's not that the kid can't read, it's that they can't understand what's in front of them. Yes. And I know that, in, and I know for a lot of people it's like, isn't that not being able to read? But it's like, if all your P's look like Q's, you also would be like, I don't know what the fuck that says. It's, it's like this. Because imagine seeing Queequel instead of people. Yeah. You know? It's like this. In your brain, there's not just one part of your brain. And I, I studied neuroscience, so <laughs> that's why I know this. Um, in your brain, not it's... <laughs> um, but it's not just one part of your brain that speaks and understands speech. There's actually two parts. You have Broca's area. That lets you speak. So you can understand speech but not be able to speak it. Just like you can say what you want to say but not be able to understand it. Yeah. It's exactly that same way. So it's like you see it... And maybe, and, and, and that can cause a lot of different things, right? So, like, you're seeing it, and it doesn't look right, and maybe you say it correctly. Yeah. Right? And it's just luck of the draw. <laughs> but then maybe you you see it, and it looks right, but when you say it, it sounds like googly goop, goobity goop. Exactly. And if you know what that's from, I love you. Gobbledy <laughs> <laughs> goop, really. Um, but um, there's so much that goes into why students don't do well on standardized testing. Mm-hmm. And it's just really unfair that we put, and it's so much pressure. We would prepare for weeks before the ISATs. Yeah. And they would be like, 
chew gum now and then chew it on the test and you'll pass. Yeah. Right? Or eat a banana that morning. And I still eat bananas before I go to standardized test. Bro, they I serve still, you whole, like, meals. Yes, they before. like, hey, we're bringing breakfast in the class this morning. Make sure you guys eat. Like, and, and, and to be to be honest, in grade school, they were really good about preparing you for yeah. standardized tests. They really, they, these are all real tricks that you can use to study and do things like that. But it's also just to trick you to make you feel better. Right? Exactly, yeah. Like, when I eat a banana before the test, the banana isn't making me smarter, but now I feel more confident, right? Like, exactly. And when I chew gum while I study, you know, and then I chew gum while I take the test, it makes me feel like there's a connection working, mm-hmm. even if there's really not. It's a it's a placebo. Yeah. It's meant to make me, it's a, you know, it's meant to make me feel like I yeah. got this. And if you feel like you got this, you'll probably do better. And yep. I say this to somebody who said, I totally aced that test and got a mess, right? Like, oh, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. But, like, I still know that for the most part, that confidence can be a really big help um, when you're taking exams and yeah. study and in the big standardized test. And they kind of fell off the ball in high school, but I don't know how much of that is because we went to private school or not. Because yeah. I also got to eighth grade and finished. And was like, oh, I'm not staying in CPS schools because we don't have funding. The yeah. book, like, I remember my school, despite having having the highest percentiles in the region, still didn't have any funding. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, schools' funding is based off the tax income and the income tax um, in your neighborhood. And we were in the ghetto. <laughs> See, that's the crazy thing. I wasn't. That's funny. Mm-hmm. We we didn't have nothing in my neighborhood. You know, and don't get me wrong, there were still like small business shit, like you know, yeah. candy stores and restaurants and stuff. But we weren't, we didn't have like booming economy, you know? And so kids, they, you know, we didn't have the, the greatest budget. And so it was really hard to get new books. And, I, you know, when we did get new books, we were all so excited. Yes. You that know? was like the best. It was like, oh, a new textbook. <laughs> but you know what's funny is that our new books were still used. Really? Mm-hmm. So they weren't even they like were, textbooks. Sometimes they weren't, you know? Mm-hmm. And like we would look into, we would, oh, I remember every year we'd open the new books and see like, oh, who do we know in the, like the name claim? Oh my God, that was yeah. the best. And, but when you think about it, a lot of those books were going back 10 years or so. Yeah. And I don't know if you know this, but curriculum updates every year. Every fucking year. <laughs> and if you have a book that's 10 years old, you're really fucking far behind. Like, right? When I first actually went to private school, I was so behind. Mm-hmm. I, like, got to... I, I used to... I, I was just say I used to. I thought I was the smartest person on earth. I got to the private school that I went to... I had to be in tutoring every day because of the fact that I didn't know what photosynthesis was. I didn't. Oh, not by the sixth grade. No, I'm this not. I'm makes not me kidding. Sound like I was in a much better neighborhood than her, and I. Really yeah, like wasn't. I'm not kidding. My, the books my were trash. School was just really on it and tried really hard, and also my mom pushed really hard to teach yeah. me outside of school. So like we would go to like old libraries, and if they were giving out old textbooks at a higher like reading level than I could do we would get it like and that's I had science books that were for high yeah. schoolers in the fifth I was grade. doing the exact same thing like 
when I got to the uh, the private school, it's like I may not have known what photosynthesis was, but ask me about any disease in biology, yeah. and I can name it off the top of my goddamn head. It, it also has to do with like what you're interested. In, yeah, right? and, and like um, that was that was rough. Like that was really rough for me. Like my first two years that I was in private school, so I got seventh eighth grade. I was in like what what they consider like remedial classes because because you had to catch up. I had to catch up, and people and when I went there, went to the school, and I was telling people. They're like, you sound so stupid and uneducated. I'd have to tell people. I was like, yeah, but when you think about the differences like, of where we came from, like. People like a joke, we're saying. Yes, people like a joke. But this was yeah. middle school. That's the thing. I do, hold on. I want you guys to understand. That the girls at the yes. show. I, I don't want to. They're idiots. Yes. <laughs> they're not anymore. They're not anymore. No. Because the Joe is now uh, internet, yes, it's so oriented, different now. Whatever that word in IB school, yeah. And they were switching into like a really hardcore AP school while we were there. But now it's like really hard to get into. Not really hard, but like it's like difficult it's to get it's into. harder than it the, was. Yeah, the testing yeah. is really intense and because I didn't take any testing in. Me either. They were like, <laughs> "Oh, you want to come? Come on in." And I was like, "I right, cool." <laughs> but um, but yeah, just this whole thing. I was a transfer. My first school closed. And that was the first time a school of my own had ever closed. Um, and but yeah. my but I so I was telling a story. I mm-hmm. the reason why I ended up at private school is that I had been in a program also that assisted me becoming like. Don't get me wrong. I was already smart and doing well mm-hmm. and like smart on paper. Right? Like, yeah, same. You know? That's the thing. Yeah, same. I was already doing well. But I joined, I was in this after school program called High Jump. And they work really freaking hard to help inner city kids who are underprivileged succeed. And, you know, who show promise on paper, um, you know, ac- academically. So, like, if you had high test scores and everything like that, and you got a couple of recommendations or whatever. You applied to this program, mm-hmm. you interviewed, blah blah blah, and then you got in and you did just and you did the damn. And it was like a summer program for like six weeks, six seven weeks, and then also a <laughs> a um Saturday every Saturday program during the school year. So it was year round basically, and we were always there. Um, I don't know if it was every Saturday, yeah. but it's like a really great program, and it was just supplemental learning, basically. Mm-hmm. And I did that for middle school. That's what I really consider consider my middle school. So I yeah. I joined after my sixth grade year, and um, I there is where I learned that public schooling sucks. Yes, right. Like I felt really behind. I still did well in the program, but I felt like I like there was no hope for. Like, I was like, I don't know half of this shit. I don't know what this is. Like, we, like, it's biology, chemistry, what are these things? Yeah. You know, I have a science class. Like, I don't know what all of this is. And it was the first time that I realized that my school wasn't the best school mm-hmm. ever, right? And it was the first time that I'd ever been out of the south side of Chicago. And I was real shook. And I was like, oh, the public schools in my area are terrible. It's also when I first started realizing that strikes were happening, right? Yeah. It's around seventh grade is when the first notable strike for me ever happened. And I was like, oh, 
my life is over. <laughs> I was like, I can't just keep going. I'm not going to get into, like, Harvard if I stay in CPS. Yeah. So, I didn't go to Harvard. <laughs> I never wanted to. I did. I wanted to really badly. Mm-hmm. I don't know why. It was, be- it's the, like, honors kid syndrome, you Yeah, know? I looked at the statistics of <laughs> I the race ratio, and I was like, oh, no. No. It wasn't until I got to senior high school where I started looking at race. I was like, oh, shit. I've always looked at it. I was like, nope. Nope. I, I was looking at it. I'm like, y'all look miserable. <laughs> um, but anyway. And then I was like, they're going to be striking all the time. They don't get paid enough. And, you know, we don't get new books or anything like that. That's just not for me. So I decided to skip the uh, selective enrollment test without telling anybody. And I think my dad comes into the room. His mom was at surgery. My dad comes into the room. He, he was like, were you supposed to be at, like, a test or something? And I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. And <laughs> he, he, he left. And we kept going on about my day. And um, then later, my mom asked me. It was in May. It was in May. <laughs> my mom asked me, Ari, um, not, uh, y'all didn't hear that. <laughs> she said, baby, where are you going to school? High school, like asking me what choice I made, and really that shouldn't have been on me in the first place. She really yeah. should have been on top of that. Her and my dad should have been on top of that, not me. And I looked at her and said, "I don't know. Where am I going, mom?" And she, hell, she panicked. Oh God, the panic! So she starts <laughs> calling around to all the private schools. I was like, "I want to go to a private school." She's like, "What private school?" I was like, "I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> so we start going. To all of these open houses at the last possible minute, we start calling all these places. And she's like, "Enrollment is over, our like baby. Like, what do we do? What do we do?" <laughs> and we finally found the school on the Upper North Side of Chicago, near fucking Evanston, <laughs> and that's where I ended up at for a year mm-hmm. before it closed. And all of the trauma ever happened to me. Yeah. <laughs> and now, and then I went, and then I found. Uh, the Joe, which is where we met. Yeah. Um, by the way, both of these schools are Catholic, all-girl, private. Yep. Um, Unfortunate. And that the Joe it was a little closer to home, not by much, and it was way more diverse. Like they were like our yeah. school was half Mexican, half black, and like two percent white. <laughs> Literally, it um, was the only time I'd ever been at a school where white people were like the minority. Yeah. It was the, it, well, it wasn't the only time because at my grade school, there was, I can remember the number of white kids in the entire school on one hand. Like, I can count it. I mean, I could hand. too, but still they treated them like they were a majority. Not us. Yeah, us they did. Everybody, the, the, the weird you thing about the that side? school, yeah, and the weird thing about that school was that a lot of the, was a lot of the teachers white? A lot of the teachers in the younger years yeah. were white. So, like, my first grade teacher, my third grade teacher, my fourth grade teacher, my sixth grade teacher. Yeah. They were all white women. (laughs) I don't think I met a white man until high school, now that I think about it. I don't think I'd ever seen a white man in person until I got to high school. I didn't get... No, until I got um, to middle school, because there were white male teachers. No, there wasn't. There were no white male teachers at High Jump. I didn't meet a white man until I got to high school. Same. But I treated it like it was completely normal. Yeah. Because media. <laughs> Honestly, um, the school were... Okay, so I 
If you're familiar with the Chicago area, you know you have the South Side, West Side, North Side, East there's Side. There's no East Side. I consider it to be the East Side, but there's no, but there's side. no real East Side. Yeah, East is Nobody more like ever downtown. Says I'm from the East Side no. of Chicago. East is more like downtown, basically, technically. Um, but, like, nobody ever says, like, I'm from the east side of Chicago. They literally be like, I'm from downtown Chicago. <laughs> um, but where I lived, if you're familiar with the zip code area, I lived in the 606 110, which is the Gold Coast, very affluent neighborhood. Um, it's right by North Avenue Beach. And okay. you literally can walk the to, like, beach. the fucking best beach. And you can literally walk, I think it's called Oak Street Beach, you can walk there. <laughs> like, that's how close I am to basically like the south loop area of downtown chicago mm-hmm. um so i lived like where we lived it was a section eight apartment block um and it was basically predominantly black so my elementary school was predominantly black i mean all the way down from principal to teachers everybody was black there were no white kids in this school <laughs> um and they prided themselves on that. Like, when I tell you Black History Month was lit, like, it was lit. There yeah. was no opposition. None of that. We had several plays, several, like, songs that we would see. I didn't even know there was opposition to Black History Month I until do. we got to college. Yes! Like, in high school, I realized it's senior year that we didn't really do Black History yes. Month. Yes! And which was confusing. Confusing Because half now. the school was Black. But there were no Black teachers at the Joe. No. Which is disappointing. Most of the teachers at the Joe were white. But even like but I will we say, were also in West or Upper West Side of Chicago. Yeah, but I will which say like downtown. Some of the teachers were still like we really should have black. Oh history. yeah, like but Ms. we celebrated the hell out of Hispanic Heritage Month. Because, and, uh, and, and that's uh, because I would I would say that's because a lot of the administration was Latina. Yeah, yeah, and so we celebrate the hell out of it, and a lot of the. The Latinx parents were involved, yes, more than the black parents were, because a lot of the black parents, were, I'll say it, were single mothers who yes. worked full time. I was about to say yes, they worked, <laughs> um, and couldn't be at the school all the time. And when you're at a private institution, you have to pay tuition. So like, yes. how the fuck else was tuition gonna get paid? Exactly. <laughs> and like, you know, and and this is no shade to the Latinx community. No, not none at all. At the school, like I'm just saying this. Is, those were the the, 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 the statistics there. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what determined what happened, basically. Yeah. And, like, our principal for, while I was there, it was two years. No, she left with us. She, yeah, never, she was there the entire time. Yeah. She was there, the principal that was so there. three years. Uh, no, she was beyond that. No, she, for me. Okay, for you, I yeah. I don't know about you. She had been there since I was in middle school. I disliked her. She no, she came in with middle school. Oh, she did. Yeah, so she technically came in with me because the principal that was before her was black. Mm. Mm. See, things were probably really different then. They weren't. Food was better. Oh, my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> and so was gym because <laughs> they were the gym teacher. <laughs> the principal was the gym teacher. That's so fun. Hilarious. Um, but yeah, so when I came into the private school, whatever, yeah, they had a brand new principal. I didn't know this at the time. But what I hated about her so much, she could never get my name right. I, I never understood that. I'm like, bro, I'm the only person at this school that spells their name this way. She always called me Daniel, which I noticed is actually really common from Latinx people. They don't really 
say Danielle. They just say Daniel, and that's fine. But because our school was predominantly black and Hispanic, I got mixed up with a lot of black girls at the school, which was funny because I was like, ma'am, there's like, what, what, what are you doing? I'm going to explain the one and only reason why I didn't get mixed up with other black students, (laughs) at least in this principal's eyes. And it is because one, my mother is in a wheelchair. And she is vocal and she's in everybody's yes. face all the time. And two, I say one and only reason, that's incorrect. Two, I was never at school. Yeah. <laughs> I was a delinquent. Um, and not as in I didn't behave well. <laughs> I had a um I was I was a truant student student. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> because I had severe mental health problems that caused me to not be able to get out of bed and go to school. I was severely depressed and super, super anxious. So I would get up, think about school, start crying, call my mom downstairs, say, I can't do it, I can't do it, and then not go. And so then my mom would have to call the school and be like, she's not coming today. And eventually I got institutionalized and this whole big thing. And so it's really hard (laughs) to not know exactly which student that is. And also... Though, when I first started, I got mixed up with another student a lot. Remember India? Yes. Yeah. Because we both had Afros, um, and we were the only students at the time who had Afros, and we both wore square glasses, (laughs) we both had big lips and gap teeth, and I mean matching gap teeth. We both had them, like, my teeth are really spread out in the front and tight in the back. And it's super noticeable. And for the first three months that I was at the Joe, people would call me India. And if they didn't know, because she had been there a year before me. And also, they would say, oh, are you cousins? That's oh, so God, right. I hated that. But, like, in all honesty, she and I look nothing alike. She's dark-skinned. I'm brown-skinned? I wouldn't say light skin. I'm closer to light skin than I am to dark skin. Unless I've got a really good tan going on. And I, she's thin. Or she's thick, but she's kind of thin. And um, I am significantly quieter than her, I guess, at the time. At least I was. Maybe. I don't know how to explain it. But we were different. Notably different. So different. And also, I think her hair... In texture-wise, she's more of a 4C, and I am a 4A. But them niggas didn't know texture. No, they couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> like, but, like, we we were different. We were notably different. The con- people constantly mixed us up. And As I was, was I. So very, it's, yeah, because, like, Danny's light-skinned, and at the time in high school, she kept her hair perm. And I was the only bitch that had been there since middle school. Right. Like, like what do you mean? All of our class of, and this is going to be embarrassing, 60. Yes. Actually a little smaller than 60. I think we graduated with 57. Yeah. Um, she was the only black student that stayed through middle school to graduation from high school. Yeah. There was absolutely no reason for her of all to be mixed, to be mixed up. up with other people. Like y'all, like I, it was at the point where we were technically supposed to wear IDs. Like 
yeah. at school, and I never wore mine because you know who I am. Like I've been here for I so really long. I don't understand why at the Joe we needed IDs. I didn't either. Because I didn't go out of you. If you couldn't tell from us graduating with fifty-seven students, <laughs> we were a we're tiny small. school. <laughs> Everybody in the school knows everybody else in the school nobody's getting in that we wouldn't be like oh you're a stranger literally like what's happening who who the fuck are you and like people who typically break into schools are men and i don't know if you remember all girls all girls school Nobody's getting in here. And plus, we all wore uniforms. We all wore uniforms. And they're very distinctive uniforms. Nobody's they're not something you can buy from like Target and or now, something. Now, don't they wear purple polos? Purple. They, purple polos with an insignia. They do not need <laughs> IDs. <laughs> like, like, where are y'all gonna find this polo at? Because you can only get the polo online yeah. and it has to be shipped to you. So yeah. I'm like, so where would they get the polo at? And nobody and throws them a, away. And like the, the skirt originally was just a, a plain gray skirt. But haven't they changed it to a plaid with purple piping? No, it was plaid and now it's plain. So it was it was plaid. It purple. was plaid and now it's plain. And that's the one thing I will say. I fucking hated that uniform because people fetishize Catholic, Catholic girls. school girls. And I'm like, I get it, but leave me the fuck alone. That's awful. And so I, honestly, to combat that, I would not wear my skirt to school. I would no. wear sweats. I always wore uh, leggings on the bus. I wore my school shirt on, a, a jacket or whatever. I never wore my skirt on, like, in public, basically. People would be like, oh, let's go to Jay's Beef or whatever. Yeah. I would take that skirt right the fuck off and go. <laughs> Those poor men had to have hated us. They had to have I'm sorry, but they loved me. No. I think as a general thing, they have to hate just Joe girls. But I've been there since middle school. They loved me. They loved me. They let they me lo- in the bathroom. Like, I knew where Same. everything was. I, I could go anywhere like, I wanted. Bob, love you. If you still work Bob. there, I fucking love you. Also, the guy... Squidward. I, I, Squidward. He was a terrible guy. I think his name was Squidward. I always forget his name, but he He's owns terrib- the place. His was, dad technically owned the place. His dad was and, Jay, yeah. and he was ter- he had the worst attitude. Oh, my God. He hated his job. And I was like, why are you here? Literally. <laughs> but, Bob, shout out to you, because you saw always giving me free fries and, like, He school. was so Fucking amazing. fun. I loved Bob. He, he didn't care that we were a bunch of high school. It made my friends, it made my friends, made my fries extra fucking crispy like I like Yo, it. Yo, uh, I love cheese, cheese fries from Jay's unmatched. We used to the put- The fucking wings, bro. We used to put, um, as you know, I don't really eat chicken, so I didn't, it would sound so funny because we just came from Eat <laughs> But, um, so I would always get cheese fries and then we would put ketchup on it, which now to me sounds repugnant. <laughs> But it was so good. See, no, okay, and here's, hot sauce. Here's uh, here's so what I used to do at Jay's middle school through high school. I would go to Walgreens. I would walk my ass there. I wanted and, Italian fucking beef, and and not the new Walgreens that had, they had built closer. The one with like three but, floors. Yes, I went to the one that was actually further away from the goddamn school. I don't know. I would go there. I've never seen that school. <laughs> that one. I would buy five monsters. So you wanted to die. Shut up. I would go to Jay's. I would get cheese fries, hot wings, Italian beef, and a hot dog. I would get three sodas. That is... Hold on. I would go to the drink machine. Because this is at the point where they were like, all right, we all friendly and whatever. 
You get free refills, but everybody else will pay. <laughs> Were refills not free? Girl, I'm not, not, not before. Before you have to pay for them. And so I would fill these three cups up. I would put Monster inside of them. Then I would put every single fucking soda and juice I would into this goddamn soda. drink, right? And I would sit there, me and my friends just crowded around, and we would eat cheese fries, hot wings, the Italian beef, and the hot dog. And Bob would give us free fucking fries because he knew we would sit there for hours, bro. Same. And he would give us fries. He'd be like, yeah, they didn't come pick this up. You want these? Yes. Yeah. And we would like, drink the monsters and shit. Got this. You want it? <laughs> Literally. And we would just, we'd drink the monsters. We'd just sit there. We'd kiki with Bob. I, and this man, and, and the thing is, no. I lied to my parents and I told them that I had softball practice. So I, they bought me a duffel bag. <laughs> they didn't buy me baseball bats in their box. So I was like, they have that. <laughs> I don't know why mom believed me. And I was just sitting at Jay's for hours. And then I you know what's home. funny. I can tell when you guys decided that Jay's wasn't cool anymore because there was a time yeah. where every day after school, me, Lily, and the rest of them would go to Jay's after school until yeah. like five. Mm-hmm. And I can tell that y'all, because and, and y'all were rarely ever there. I think y'all were doing it sophomore year. Yeah. Because I remember being in there and being like, oh. <laughs> and, it, like, and it's only because we, again, we when my crew, like the people I hung out with, we'd only been there, we'd been there since like middle school. I don't even um, think that you guys thought it wasn't really cool anymore. But like a good amount of your crew transferred by the time I came. Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I was the only one there freshman year and whatever, blah, blah, blah. And then people came back and it's like, we actually stopped hanging out at Jay's. Yeah. We started going to Forever Yogurt. We started Which going. also bomb. Miss Forever Yogurt. Oh my God. Miss going to school so close yes. to a Forever Yogurt. It's so close. So we good. went to that bakery place. Which one? There's two over um, there. The I, one, it was the one that closed, but I can't remember the name of it. Dang, because there's, there's the one next that, that does like wedding cakes and stuff. It's like Oakwood Bakery. Yes, it was like that. that one. We went to oh, that one. It was one. so good. It was so fucking good. Don't tell me it's closed. I think it did close, no, but I'm not 100% awful. sure. They're so good. Oh, no. And what's funny is that you we know that we have been there so long because the restaurant close to Jay's, it went from being... Japanese, oh Mexican, Japanese, Chinese, and then back Caribbean. to Japanese. And, and then it yeah. went to Caribbean. And then it went Caribbean. When and it's I like, got there, it was Caribbean <laughs> yes. place, and then it closed and was back to being a Japanese place. And we were like, what is going on? Like that place? And it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. And the only reason that is is because all of the high school students never went to the place next, yeah. to, the, next to Jay's. It was Jay's or Bus, bro. <laughs> like, literally, it was Jay's, and we didn't even go to the Pizza Hut because the Pizza Hut was trash. The Pizza Hut was also right down the street. It was yeah. right down the street, but it was fucking the trash. The only time I, I went to I went to the Pizza Hut twice. <laughs> I went once, <laughs> and once, I was like, no. Once was with um, a couple of black girls from our year whose names I won't disclose, and also the next time I wasn't even in school anymore. I don't think I wasn't a student at Justina anymore. Oops, I shouldn't have said that. But, <laughs> Um, I was I went to hang out with uh Vern. Yeah. Ball hated Sally. Well she gonna listen to this and she's gonna be like, Oh, for real? <laughs> <laughs> she not bald no more. She 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 pretty damn close, but she not bald no more. Um She don't have no real nickname. Otherwise I would have called her something else. <laughs> but um we went I decided to hang out with her. Or either I decided to hang out with her alone, or there was a group of her when she was a sophomore. Yeah. Because, you know, my senior year, I hung out with a group of sophomores, which, like, in retrospect, is real 
sus, but like I they genuinely needed guidance and I was just there to help. <laughs> Me on the other hand, I was like, fuck you niggas. I'm trying to graduate. And I was there when one of their friends attempted um attempted death by suicide yeah. and I, I just I needed to help. <laughs> uh so yeah. <laughs> that got dark. I got real dark. I hate people. But, beard. but yes, basically we wanted this long ass rant for a very specific reason. We support CPS. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about CPS. <laughs> We've been talking about this for like 45 minutes. I know. We we absolutely support other CPS teachers and the CPS administration. It people crashed. that are on strike right now and they're fighting for better opportunities for um, kids and children because I think it's so fucking ridiculous. I think it's so ridiculous and so crazy that there's a lot of resources available to private schools and charter schools that are not available to Chicago public schools. And additionally, it's crazy to me that so many schools, again, under manual, which we don't talk about his skeleton with an ass, has closed under his administration. Well, he's no longer the mayor. He's no longer the mayor. We've got our first gay mayor. I will say that, yeah. But I haven't seen since we since she's been voted in. Lori Lightfoot has done nothing. Yeah, I haven't seen any like improvements or anything like that. And I'm not sure if it's because of the fact that she's like, fuck, there's so much to do. Or if she's like, I can't do it all. Well, there's a lot and, of people who say that Lori's no better than him. And that's and that's my other thing, because I'm like, it's crazy. She's to got me. a history with um mm-hmm. She was a cop, wasn't she? Yeah, she was a cop. She's like, she's the gay cop, Kamala Harris. Yep. God. And, that's, and that, again, that's what sucks. Like, that's what is so corrupt about Chicago is that we get these, we love these people in, they give all these false-ass promises, they say they're going to better us, and then all of a sudden, you got the south side looking like it is, you got the west side looking like it is, and then you got downtown fucking Chicago making money yeah. <laughs> off of the culture of the urban youth. Like, yeah, it's ridiculous. That's another thing is that, you know, as somebody, like, as both of us, I don't know how much, how true this is for you, but in the South Side, where I was from, from West Pullman, a lot of people, they view going downtown Chicago as, like, having fun and going out and doing yes. instead of going to South Side neighborhoods. Because a lot of the, a lot of, about, the thing about not having access in those neighborhoods means that you don't know all the good spots in those neighborhoods, exactly. right? Like, the places to boom and boost and stuff like you're that. You're trying to leave those places. You're trying to leave because you, you associate all of the negativity with all parts of that side of town. And that's not necessarily true. And so these, these, these neighborhoods get left with dust. Yeah. And, you know, then they suddenly become barren. Because if you go back... So, like, when I go back to my old neighborhood over there, it's, like, empty. It's barren. Nobody's there, it looks like. And, like, that can't be true, but that's what it looks like. And I think it's just me having grown woman eyes on, you know? Yeah. Seeing all of the missing um, resources. Like, there's no... Even in the neighborhood my parents live in now, there's no grocery stores nearby. There's no... It's a fucking food desert. Yeah, and, like, there's nothing. There's no stores whatsoever. We have a Walgreens... three and a half, like a, a, a whole quarter of a mile, not even a, a half a mile away. I'll say that, half a mile not away. Not away. You know? And I have, and you know, I'm the only one, my dad and my mom both have to get in their wheelchairs to go up to that store, you know? Yeah. And I have to, um, my mom's always in a wheelchair. She only has one leg. But 
I have in like I I basically schedule an hour long trek for that to yeah. go to go there get what I need and come back. You know, I took to be gone for about an hour before I even get back there. Yeah, you know, and that's terrible. It's <laughs> it's, 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 it's trash. It, it's you. It's too short of a transit to just take yeah. the bus. But it's almost too long to walk, but you can't really do anything about it. Exactly. You know? Yeah. And um, there's nothing there. We have a park, and we have a Walgreens, and then we have a bunch of fast food mm-hmm. restaurants. And no, but there's no grocery store. There's no gym. There's, there's nothing that. like mm-hmm. that. And there's no, there's no, there's not really even any, a lot of small businesses, a couple of restaurants, you know. And, you know, I'll admit that I, I give a lot of play to them. And I don't even walk to those restaurants. I get, like, Grubhub and yeah. other things and stuff. And those and are I, expensive. Yeah, and you really shouldn't even do that, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're not getting a, a sizable profit from that. But, like, it's not, you know, when I opened those apps, I wasn't thinking, this place is, like, down the street. I'm thinking, this place is yeah, a mile, away. you know, a couple of miles away. Yeah. And then when I first walked past it, I looked up, I'm like, this is Jerry's? I could have been walking to Jerry's this whole time? Yeah. And it really trips you up. And, and you know, so it's it's the combination of new technology, one, and yeah. the lack of funding and resources that the administration, the Chicago administration gives to these neighborhoods. Yeah. And it affects everything. It affects the economy. It affects the schooling. It affects It affects the parks. That park is super run down. I never oh, go bro, to trust. it. I understand. And, yeah. like, it's super seedy and dangerous and kids are almost never there even in the summertime yeah and it's like the basketball court is all tore up and everything like that and it sucks because these kids deserve better right so much these better. adults in this neighborhood deserve better i wish my parents didn't have to live there but like chicago's their home they're never gonna leave yeah. they talk about it but they're never gonna leave you know they, they've been they've born and raised there they've never lived anywhere but there exactly like chicago is like home for so many people don't matter if you're from downtown Chicago, west side of Chicago, south, south side, side of Chicago. Chicago. It doesn't matter. North side. But this, here's my thing. If you are not from a 606, and I mean 606 area code, you are not a Chicagoan. You are an Illinoisan or whatever the fuck you call the people. But You're from the Chicagoan area. Yes. And not from <laughs> Chicago. Um, and I just want to be super clear. Um, y'all have to stop fucking lying on my name. As a Chicagoan. Yes. Um, because y'all are giving us a bad rep. And y'all be saying stuff like, yeah, it's really dangerous. Like, shut your mouth, bro. Like, please shut the fuck up. Like, you if don't you're, represent us. You don't know nothing about if, us. If you're going to come to Chicago, act a true Chicagoan of the best spots to go yeah. to. Because a lot of people. Tourist traps will really fuck you up. Yes, they will really, they really will. You'll get into, like, situations you should not be in. And I'm not, and, and that's not to say Chicago. Like, Chicago is actually really not a bad city. No. It's just the. The people in power that make it such a bad city. And I will say this, like, Chicago is violent, but so is every place with a bunch of ghettos. Exactly. Um, and the thing is, is that it's not as violent as it's portrayed, I guess. It's a lot of isolated incidents. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of people say it's, like, super gang violent, but that's not even accurate. No. Okay, a lot so of those shootings are super isolated. Here's, here's what I want to say. And, like, here's my biggest thing. It doesn't matter if you get shot in Chicago by a straight bullet. It doesn't matter if you were a bystander and you t- got shot. It doesn't matter if you were defending your home and you got shot. A hospital is about 40, 40 to 45 minutes away. Because, again, Chicago funding is not hospitals located in specific yeah, neighborhoods. Thing. 
We don't have um, there's no hospitals or even clinics. No, where I'm and at. what happens is that it doesn't matter if it was gang related or not. Because of the fact that the hospitals are too fucking far away, yeah. they're automatically going to associate it with gangs because that's the easiest explanation for them, basically, instead of them just saying, yeah, they died in the ambulance because the hospital's 40 minutes away versus yeah. saying they died, like, versus you getting to an amb- like you getting to a hospital within, like, the first, fifth, like, 10, 15 minutes yeah. of, like, you being in critical condition. So, like, that's, like, one of my biggest things. So, a lot of the times, like, if you're listening to, like, Chicago News or watching Chicago News, and you hear, like, oh, there was a shootout, or there, somebody got shot, or whatever, they're automatically going to connect it to gang-related activity, and it doesn't even have to be related to that. Yeah, so. and the thing is, is that it's e- and it's easy to write off. You don't have to look into a shooting if you just think it's unrelated, like, gang-related activities. Exactly, yeah. And the thing about that is, is that, and, you know, she, she just brought up the 45-minute drive. It's not even just that. It's also that it takes them 30 minutes to get to you in the first place. So yeah, they're dying in the ambulance. Yeah, because it's taking you forty-five minutes to to help me at all in the first place. You know. Yeah. I've been bleeding out since five fifteen. You pick me up at six. Exactly. And I'm not gonna get to the uh, emergency room until six thirty. And then how the, long the, do you think I have? Yeah, and then like the call times for an ambulance is also so long. So by the time they actually get to you, you are like threading that line between like life or death. They get you to that point where they're like, all right, cool. They're still alive. Let's put them in the truck. Let's get to the hospital. And on the way there, you bleed the fuck out. Because why? The ambulance people, um, first responders. exactly what I just said. I know. First responders (laughs) are absolutely not trained to do what doctors and surgeons do. And I think that it is absolutely appalling because I've looked into it and I thought I wanted to do it. If you want to be a first responder in Chicago, they almost always require you to have very specific training they want you to know how to stitch they want you to know how to um like close a wound if you need it they want you to know how to apply gauze and apply pressure and obviously do cpr and like all that stuff they have very specific jobs for people that if somebody's lungs give out you have to do manual respiration and they want to teach you how to do that and they want to teach you what how to do this and how to do that and it's like you're sitting there and you're like but isn't that the point of a hospital? At what point are we going to sit there and be like, all right, we need to build more clinics and hospitals in these areas because at this point, I want to go to medical school and become a doctor. Like, at what point are we actually going to acknowledge that and really just discuss yeah. that? Because that's ridiculous to me. Even, even like, it doesn't matter what kind of first responder you are. If you're a first responder, firefighter, um, or if you work for an ambulance team, there's always going to be one driver and then four people in the back. One person who's going to be trained on the lungs. Another person is going to be specifically trained for stitching and things like that. And then three other people who to work on this one person or multiple people or whatever. So I think that's like also just, ugh, it's really ridiculous and crazy. We've been doing this for a really long time. Mm-hmm. Are we, are we going, are we going to keep going? I think we are done. I think we should finish. I think we should finish. Yes. Largely. Because I would like to be more drunk than I am. Yes. I want to continue to turn up. I want to continue to get fucked up. I've been drinking beer this entire time. And my buzz is low-key going away. And I know it's going away because I've gone deeper and deeper into this conspiracy hole of Chicago politics. Yeah, we have dug real, real deep. And honestly, we still haven't scratched the surface. Not And I think that maybe we should take a time out. And this has been fun. 
This has been great. This has been uh, the misadventures of Ray and Danny. And maybe we should really lean into the misadventures part. Because we have a lot of stories next time. We, we have a lot of fucking stories. Yeah, like we'll, we'll, we'll talk to each other and, develop, and, and start writing out some stories and outlines and get back to you guys next week. This has been a great time. And we're like those moms who take 40 minutes to say goodbye. Literally, be like, <laughs> all right, bye. Okay, bye, mom. All right, all right, all right. All right, so for yeah. Real, for real, we out of here. All right, peace out.